As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Want an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news and trends in the NBA? Listen to the NBA Daily Ding podcast, Wake up and turn up the NBA Daily Ding to stay informed on all things NBA here at The Athletic and wherever you get your podcasts. With the playoffs in full swing, you don't want to miss a single episode of the Basket Buds edition of The Athletic NBA Show podcast on The Athletic Podcast Network every single Monday with myself, Zach Harper, and our cast of characters, Trevon Edwards, Jay King, Dave DeFord, James Edward III, Law Murray. We're breaking down every single big playoff story, and we're doing it with a lot of fun and a lot of trash talk. Make sure you're checking it out. The Basket Buds edition of The Athletic NBA show every single Monday morning right in your podcast face. Welcome to the Athletic MBA show on the Athletic Podcast Network. Some of our mantras, we talk about getting better every day. We talk about playing together. When you do those things, you end up on a stage like this. They compete. They're NBA champions. I couldn't be more happy for our players, for our team, for our organization, for our city of Milwaukee, NBA champions. Yeah, it's big time. This is Nerder She Wrote with your host, Dave Dufour. With Mo DeKeel. Are you ready to be entertained? And Seth Partnow. Hello and welcome to the Athletic NBA Show. It's Friday. It's Nerder She Wrote. I'm back. You guys tried to replace me with Nate Duncan. What do you think this is? I'm Dave DeFore, and I'm joined, as I usually am, by Seth Partnow, Mo DeKeel. What's up, guys? I thought we successfully replaced you that episode with Nate Duncan. No, no, we, we replaced you with Nate Duncan, and we replaced Dave with you, Mo, which I think was even better. Like, that's a, you know, upgrades in, upgrades in two spots. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing's better than when we're doing something live, and I don't realize it, and look, they're like, hey, are we going live? And they're like, we're live now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. great. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm the epitome of professionalism. Yeah, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time without me. Uh, I actually we, we walked did. by while you were while you were recording. I had a I had like 30 seconds, and I walked past you and saw you guys recording. Nothing was on fire. I figured, okay, this is this is good. 
It's like, you know, I, I don't have kids, but it, it's how I imagine people feel when they send their kids off to school. And even though you guys are post-grown <laughs> adults who have done multiple other podcasts, still, it's like, you know, podcast is sort of my baby. Kind of. It's really just Our baby. baby. It's our baby. This, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's drop the I and the me and yeah. bring in the we and the us. Sure. <laughs> but still, my baby. And so... <laughs> But it was uh, it was interesting. Um, it was a good show. You guys, uh, you guys seem like you had a good time. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Do you do? So we're we gonna talk tears now and, and just really like I want to talk reignite that anger. <laughs> Are we talking tears as in like tears or tears as in like levels? Oh of, God. Yeah. Well, first, what have you guys been doing? I mean, Seth, uh, you know, we did sports business classroom together in, in Vegas. Mo got to see you for like, I don't know, about three total minutes uh, in, in Vegas. Right. How, how's the summer going? We haven't done a pod in a while. Going well. Just just hanging out. Uh-huh. I have a uh, I just started fostering a dog and uh, that's that's mm-hmm. going interesting. Um, he really likes to vomit at the end of car rides. Don't okay, so. Now, at the end of the car ride, how many car rides have you gone on with him? Just the one? Two. Okay. And and he throws up at the end of both. And this morning, let me tell you, I didn't know he had that much in him. But clearly, he had a lot. (laughs) Dogs, and they love to dig down deep. When It's it's the the size of the fight in the dog, as they always say. (laughs) And he has no no fight in him. He's very chill. Well, not anymore because yeah. it's all over the inside of your car, apparently. <laughs> He's just chilling. He lays down, looks at me every now and then, still trying to figure out if he trusts me, which I understand. I mean, most people don't mm-hmm. trust me after a few years. And, you know, he's he's like, who the hell is this guy? But, like, I'm constantly feeding him, so he's happy. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's, this is the sort of chihuahua mix that yeah sent the picture of the other day? Yeah, not quite sure what he is. I mean, literally, I got yeah. him from the rescue, and they're like, yeah, he came to us yesterday as a stray. So we're like, we don't know much about him either. I'm like, oh, great. So I'm going to be exploring. Basically Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Yeah. Might be. Hey, this dog is a pyromaniac. Can you take it into your house, please? (laughs) I would. I'd be like, let's see what happens. Let's go for adventure. I mean, it's a dog. (laughs) It's a dog and it's a small dog. So how bad can it be? Right. With a small dog, you can just like, I can pick you up. You You can only cause so much trouble. The ultimate key hasn't barked yet. And, no, that's and I'm good. like, okay, if we're, you're not a loud dog, I'm good with that. How's the uh, in indoor potty trained? I'm, it I'm it is house trained. So like we, okay. I, I have theories on what, how this dog became a stray, but I'm going to wait oh. to sure. further explain well, it. Further studies have to go in before I will begin to bring out my theories. All right. Well, post a picture on Twitter. And if anybody wants to adopt a dog that's in the uh, LA area, Hotless. hit up Mo on Twitter because- uh, you know, this is this is actually like a really good thing. I, I love this, Mo. Yeah, I, I've, I've awesome. done it in the past, and so it's fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but still, it's good. It's a good time to do it. Uh, Seth, wh- what about you? What's what's happening up in your house? Uh, you know, starting to worry about a book tour. That's you know, wait, wait, a tour. Uh, it's I, you know, whether it's actual an actual tour or it's virtual events or whatever, just you know, uh-huh. getting people to uh, pre-order the mid-range theory now. I know getting people to to buy the book is sort of what we're what the the next thing on the horizon. That and you know, um, um, answering charges that I I, I haven't watched basketball because otherwise there's no way I would have 
not liked a certain player as much as some other player because well, the only way you could listen, is we know no no Seth you've you've been doing more than that you've gotten banned from the state of New York <laughs> <laughs> you're you're no longer to, to allowed to enter their premises was there a bad Julius Randall take that I missed um, well that was the one I was actually expecting but it was it was apparently the omission of one uh, uh, Rowan Barrett Jr. that uh, that that seemed to draw the ire is that his full name. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you didn't have him in your tiers at all? No. Okay. And and the tiers covered the top? 125 players. Okay. Yeah. So he's kind of on the bubble for yeah. you? Yeah. Ha- okay. How dare I? Yeah, sounds about right. How dare I? Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, reasonable. Yeah. But clearly, you know, your, your, your rubric is flawed here. Well, you know, yeah, that's just your opinion, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's none of us watch basketball, guys. None of us go. No, we're just talking. We're just talking about hanging out at summer league, watching. Well, I guess you could call that not basketball. So, true. Desmond Bain at summer league. That 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 was my. That's my watching basketball. There you go. Saw about forty five seconds of that. It was pretty cool. Desmond Bain is a point guard. How'd uh, that work out? Summer league. I mean, not bad, man. You know, like his shoulders move guys out of the way. (laughs) Pretty good, pretty useful tool. Um, I really just I liked how vocal he was. Uh, seemed to be a point of emphasis for them and that team. So not to not to go straight to summer league stuff, oh, but, but let's we should talk about summer yeah. league because it's I don't know is it the most important unimportant event on the NBA calendar, guys? Well, it depends on what you mean by important. I mean the stuff that happens on the court. Hmm. It matters, but in different ways than than people probably think. It matters much more kind of, you know, the third, fourth, fifth guys on a summer league roster are are what they're doing is much more impactful to their futures than like the, the top guys. Like, you know, Kate, Kate Cunningham is going to be fine. He's going to get, he's going to get every opportunity imaginable in Detroit. Um, what Saban Lee does in summer league has much more of an effect on, on his future or what's what some other guy who's, you know, trying for a G league contract or trying for trying to get a deal in, you know, in, in, uh, um, you know, the ACB or something like that, rather than having to play in Turkey next year. Like those are the spots, you know, that are, the more interesting, but no one's really, you know, the, you have to be really invested to be paying, uh, you know, fine-grained attention to to those kind of things. And then the, the other part that's important is just kind of the 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 schmoozing aspect of it. It's 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 the league meetings, you know. It's right. It's you know people checking in with it, especially now since we haven't done it in two years. You know, checking in with other people. Um, a lot of people kind of. Uh, on the make, looking for for new and better job opportunities. Do you want to name drop? No. Do you want to name drop on some people that you checked in with? <laughs> well, not me. Checked in with me. Yeah, well, I did. A lot. Yeah, too much. Yeah. I made Probably. a point to not check in with y'all. Said hi to y'all. <laughs> I see you every damn week during the I season. I interrupted your breakfast. You interrupted my breakfast. <laughs> By the way, the hug you gave, Dave, like you it pinched, good. No, you pinched the shit out of like my chest. It hurt for like an hour afterwards. God. Damn. Listen, man. I was trying to make sure everybody felt me when I hugged them. I, th- I thought yeah. that was like the opposite of like the 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 wrestling thing where you do the limpest handshake possible, right? No, but it's to it, show it, you know the love thing. I need yeah, but okay. I'm trying to, no, I'm I, I trying felt, to transfer as much love, love as I could. But I, I'm sure very few people will get this reference, but you know, if anybody saw Ford versus Ferrari, it was a llama bite. 
man. Like he got me like right here, hurt like hell. Um, oh, well, you know, sorry, man. Uh, you know, don't know my own strength, I guess. But slim down, Dave, to four, too, by the way. Lean and mean. Yeah, try to. You know, it's funny. I actually thought I'd be doing jujitsu by now. Uh, the whole point was I, I was thinking that uh, I might be able to sneak a fight in um, while my my wife is overseas for the next few months. Uh, but I am not rolling around on a mat without a mask on, uh, especially in Texas. Not in Texas. Not in Texas. Hell no, you're not, um, you're not allowed to leave the house. So, yeah, so I, I kind of uh, allowed myself to slim down a little bit thinking, oh, yeah, this will be fun. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do a little uh, jujitsu at like 175 pounds. And nope. I mean, I'm going to hang out at 175 pounds, but I'm not going to be doing jujitsu anytime soon. So, yeah. But to get back to actual basketball yeah, conversation, basketball. Like that, and that's my fault. I derailed us. Um, that's okay. The we can talk about how good I look if y'all want to do. No, that. I don't I mean, want you know. Just, I don't want to compliment you. Know, let's, that's just, the most I want. Let's to keep it within reason. Year. Come on, like we're starting kind of like a new season. That was it, Dave. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, no, but the the stuff I like from summer league in terms of the basketball aspect of it is. I'm more interested a lot in the, the second year guys. Like that's why you talking about Desmond Bain is important. I thought Emmanuel quickly looked really good in, in, in summer league and more as a playmaker, which is something that I felt mm-hmm. like he needed to progress and do better at. And I think he averaged somewhere around like seven or eight assists a game on that. Like I felt like he did a good job managing that stuff. And I think those are kind of like the most important guys in summer league than the rookies because the rookies are just kind of going through this. And as Seth said, like we know most of those guys are going to get ample opportunities next season. It's along the lines of like, yo, like did you improve? Did you add stuff from last season? And I think that was stuff that I kind of find really important at summer league. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. You know, Quickly is an interesting guy for you in particular to bring up because I know I know how you feel about Quickly, at least coming into the summer, right? Like you felt like this is a third guard, you know, maybe he tops out as like a sometime starter. Did did your summer league experience change your, I mean, not that it's going to completely change your opinion, but did he open your eyes to some different parts of his game and the playmaking? Well, like he showed it like, right. Like he didn't show that in, in the, the regular season to this degree. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, let's, okay. I know he has this now bring it over to the regular season. Now it's how often did, does that stuff translate though? Right. Like, so like, Bain, they were clearly there was an emphasis on the playmaking in summer league. Quickly, clearly uh, an emphasis there. Like in your in y'all's experience, 
when when you guys send a guy there, a second year player, and he's trying out new stuff, how often is that new stuff just like, oh, he he can do this now? I think it's much it's much more often, uh, you know, give him some reps at it, and you know, get it almost as much get it out of their system as it is, as it is something you're expecting to carry over. The biggest thing is for, for second year guys is, you know, I think quickly is a good example of it because uh, summer league is going to be very frenetic. And that's the big thing for rookies in the NBA is they tend to be playing too fast. And so you can even, it, it may or may not show up in kind of like the stats or, or whatever, but it, is the guy, is the game too fast for a guy or is he playing at the pace he wants to play at? And that was the thing. I think you'd agree with this Mo. that, that quickly was just from a a visual standpoint quickly was going the speed he wanted to go and no one was making him go any faster than that. Yeah. He got, sorry. No, no. no. And, and so that, and so that's, you know, the, the second year guys who show that that's what you want to see. And it's the guys who still look frantic as second year players are the ones you kind of start to worry about a little. Yeah. And I think like, there's an important distinction there, I think between the, the quickly and the Bane experiment, right? Like this is something they're going to need from quickly for the Knicks for Memphis. That's not really what you're going to want from Bane. And like, that's, this is something you do see a lot in summer league with guys, you know, is, mm-hmm. Hey, Go do this, you know, and, and, and as Seth said, get reps in this and things like that. It'll, it'll be helpful for your game and stuff like that. But it's like, but come regular season, like we're not playing you as our backup guard or, or this or that, you know, like you're not coming. This isn't going to be your role. And I think that's something that's an important distinction. because Sometimes we also get tricked by that. hundred percent. I, I think with Bain, I think part of it is he's going to be in the starting lineup. And they just want him to be a guy who, when he catches the ball, can you can trust him to be the next playmaker, run a side pick and roll and that kind of stuff. I mean, I, I thought what Memphis did was pretty smart, sending those guys out there for those stud games, putting them, you know, making them stretch their game a little bit, stretch the responsibilities. And so that way, when they roll into training camp and they're in a, a role that's not that, well, hey, next man up, just, hey, if Ja goes down, hey, now we know – Desmond Bang can handle some of this playmaking that that we're going to need the slack to pick up. I, I think that that's a smart way to use it, especially for you young guys. I mean, you know, you're not going to send older guys to do it. Yeah, it's a great development tool. Like, mm-hmm. right? It's what we talk about. You know, you it's again. Listen, summer league's not an NBA game, not not even close in that in that sense. But it's better than practice. It's better than going against the video guy in your workout drills, right? It's <laughs> it's it's along those lines of, you know, it's it's. You worked on this in the off season, bring it to the game here a little bit and things like that. But it's, it's, it's just funny. Cause like there are guys I will watch in, in summer league and I've gone back to watch summer league. Cause you know, I have a problem and an addiction. Um, but like, you know, I'll, I'll see this and I'll go like, cool, this is great. Like we're not going to see him do this in the regular season. That's not how teams are going to want him to play. He didn't get drafted with this team, you know, to play this way. It's just, hey, summer league, ragtag roster to a degree. Also, a lot of agendas within guys on the team. That's why big men don't necessarily always get a lot of great opportunities in summer league because the guards are trying to make teams even here or in Europe and things like that. Like, so there's there's a lot of interesting things that go into it with summer league. And I think that's, 
you know, it's, it's an important development tool for those guys, but I just think everybody's got to be a little bit careful with, okay, he's going to be, my favorite is, okay, he's going to take the leap next year. I'm like, I didn't see anything like that. Like, and it's not because I thought Jalen greens scores like crazy. No idea what he's doing. No idea what he's doing out there though. Right. Exactly. Right. And everybody's like, he's going to be such a, I'm like, yeah, let's see when it's an NBA defense. It's no, that was, that was the one game that I, that I probably focused most intently on was, was Detroit. It was the, it, it's, it's weird to call it the Pistons and the Rockets when it's like, yeah. you know, a 10% Premier. of the Pistons and, and 8% of the Rockets or whatever, but no, just the difference between, um, um, just how Cade, Cade Cunningham and, and Jalen Green play um, to, to, to get to like Cade was sort of always almost deliberate under control, make the next pass actually looking like making NBA decisions. Whereas Jalen Green was, I am getting a bucket now. No, it was not, didn't always end in a shot, but his first thought every time he caught the ball was put it on the, floor do something and just just that like and that's that's an aesthetic judgment as much as anything on my part to say like i i prefer the way kate did that but i don't know you know is jalen green might be good enough that he can play that way but that's stuff like that is just is is, is more interesting coming out of summer league than determinative of something of how good someone's going to be once the games start for real uh who were your favorite guys in summer league I, Did you guys have any? I am. Uh, Mo hates everybody. No, no. I, actually, <laughs> it's the exact opposite. I was actually yeah. impressed with the 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 rookie class for the most part. Like, you, you know, I said, hey, man, like nobody blew me away. I didn't walk out of there going like, holy crap. Right. It wasn't it didn't feel like that type of summer league. Um, but I walked away going like, yo, these kids are good. Like they there are areas they got to work on. There are things that they got to get better at and stuff like that. But I said, like, yo, these, these kids are good. Like I I'm, I'm excited to watch a lot of these guys. I'm going to watch a ton of Orlando. Cause I want to watch Suggs. Like there's, there's, there's an element of like, yo, I was, I was impressed with, with these kids as a whole, you know? And I thought like, okay, this, this was a pretty good rookie class. Nobody blew me away or anything like that. But like, again, I was like, okay, like I can, I can rock with this. Like, this is some good stuff there. Yeah, no, I think like, you know, getting back to Cade, I think he, he was terrible spacing for him at Oklahoma state and with, with kind of better spacing on the floor, you know, in, in this environment, he showed, I think a lot more shake than, than we saw from him at, at uh, Oklahoma state. He still needs he still needs to get stronger. He's not as big as maybe we thought he was, but I, but like all of the the feel and and, and intelligence and and you, you talked earlier about how how vocal Desmond Bain was on the floor is that was something that I picked up on from from Kate is you know you don't often see rookie ball handlers telling everyone where to go on defense uh, and that's that that's you know if if, if you like Cade Cunningham that he showed you all the reasons why um, and the other player who you know there's some questions about because he's a little older. And he maybe got drafted somewhat based on the tournament. Was uh, Dave Van Mitchell might be pretty good? Um, oh yeah, he. I like, mean, he's going to defend. If oh nothing man, else. he he swallowed. I mean, I think everyone's talked about it by now. But James like, Booknight, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh. I was getting, I was getting texts from people watching on TV. It's like, hey, is is, is James Booknight in the building? Because I, 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 all I see is Dave Van Mitchell right now. Just, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, 
I, same thing. I had people asking me if I got to see that game in particular because of Davion Mitchell's defense. How often does that happen? Yeah, no. <laughs> Never. Uh, you know, uh, Alperin Shingoon. Hold on, hold on. Do you guys get a chance I, I, to watch him? I, I just want to go to the Mitchell thing though, yeah, real yeah. quick. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the one thing I think, like, he's the perfect guy of, like, great. Now let's see what it looks like in Sacramento. Not because of him, but because now you're going to play a three-guard lineup. Like, that's – Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was – that's the thing that's interesting. We, I, I like Davion Mitchell as a basketball player. I did not like him landing in Sacramento because I don't understand how they're going to do these things. But again, you know, but that's the stuff you see in summer league, right? You see him do these right. things. And you're like, damn, this guy's really good. Let's see how it translates when, when the team starts putting their stuff sure. together and Walton puts that rotation together. Sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to. No, no, you're fine. I, I mean, I'm excited. Like, I want to see what does it look yeah. like when he's trying to guard Steph Curry. Yeah. I, I, by the way, right. I don't, I, I'll disagree with like, you know, new season. So first, first one of these, I'll first disagree disagreement. With, I'll disagree with him a little bit. Like I don't, 20 minutes like, in. All right. You know, great, no, great, the only great. thing, like I, the only, I only care about that for centers. I think in, in, sure. in today's NBA, like, Okay, Sacramento has, you know, has four pretty good guards. If if Mitchell's good, they've got, you know, between Fox and Halliburton, who can swing to the three, probably a little bit some, and Buddy Heald and and Mitchell. You can find ways to get on the floor for all those guys. Where where it gets to be a problem is, and this is this might be a problem for say Cleveland. Um uh Evan Mobley's a long way from being a four, yeah. I think, and they just signed Jared Allen to a contract that in a, in a vacuum, I didn't hate, but like the, the combination of that and using the, you know, the, 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 the number three pick on, on, on another guy who profiles us. That's it because it's hard going to be hard to play them together. So that's the one, that's the one area where like the fit starts to be meaningful to me. Like looking at these guys coming out of summer league is okay. This guy is a big, can he play the four? No, oh boy, how's that going to work? See, it, to, to my thing about it, Seth, with with the Kings, it's I don't know how they're going to defend. You know, when you put one of those Fox or or Halliburton guarding a wing, good luck. And Mitchell's not big enough to really to to fully guard and a Paul George in the NBA, right? Like I think that's going to be. I think the, they're going to try it. They're going to try it, but like. The results I'm not too excited about. I'm with you on Cleveland. Is their and defense going to be worse, though? <laughs> is it possible? Yeah. I mean, you know what? This day and age, I'm afraid of saying something's impossible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's yeah. probably possible. Um, you, you know, but I'm with you on the Cleveland thing, you know, having watched Mobley now going like, because when they made the pick, I thought, oh, that, that can work. And now I'm like, oh, I'm with you there. So he's not a wing yet. He's not a four yet. Right. It, I mean, there were, I mean, the, the, the scarier part wasn't we, we kind of always were worried about the lateral quickness of for being a four. Um, the face up game wasn't quite where it needs to or close to where it needs to be, I think, to for that to be a, a consistent thing. Um, and I, you want to talk about Shengun. So that's I think I that's, a, that's yeah. a different. That's yeah. a well, I mean, you know, you guys got a chance to watch him probably more than I did. Um, but he had some defensive plays that I thought. They were underrated, right? Very, very good positionally, these plays. Um, amazing verticality from this guy on the move. Is he going to be better than than people think? I mean, the Rockets are going to stink. But is he going to be potentially the better rookie? So, Just because he's a little more seasoned? 
possibly i heard something from a, a friend of mine who is a film guy with a team who uh did, did did a scout on 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 them and basically is like oh okay no we got this guy uh because it, it's like he i think especially early in summer league he he surprised some people because he is he is mobile and and mm-hmm. and, and good ball handler but he becomes pretty predictable apparently it was was what i got it's like okay he's gonna jab step dribble spin back and okay you know that's coming and you kind of got him figured out um so that but at you know the summer league level where everyone's going seven thousand miles an hour if you have your pet move you can get to you can do it over and over again right it it maybe looks better than than it than it 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 might end up being so i think because he had that kind of go-to in his bag it helped him like shine in summer league and it's not not saying he's going to be bad or something like that sure just, i mean he's probably going to be bad he's a rookie yeah, big right man. exactly right he's, I mean, he's, be awful. He's, a, he's a rookie big man who is who has you know he's okay length and he's actually probably like he's got a longer neck so he like his listed height is you know he's got the he's got the neck height rather than the, the actual fun, height. functionally shorter yeah, yeah. yeah. so they call so, him a giraffe got it uh, no, no. <laughs> the giraffe we're gonna nickname but, him the giraffe good job yeah. you know if i would have applied myself i could have gone to the nba you think so yeah i think so but it's just like it's been done you know i didn't want to i was like i don't want to be a follower hi i'm jason concepcion and i'm shay serrano and we are back we have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Chase Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next, you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. <laughs> Mo, you got you watched him, right? I mean, it, was I was I way off? I mean, again, I didn't see a lot of him, but I thought his feet on defense were were pretty good. No, that's what I was about to touch on. Was I actually was more impressed with him defensively? You know, um, I don't know how much of his like two or three blocks a game are are real. You know, in, a, mm-hmm. in, in an NBA season. But, like, I thought he did a good job switching out on guards a few times, you know, uh, creating havoc and forcing a turnover and things like that. Like, I felt like his his defensive side of things was way better than I thought it was going to be. You know, I, I kind of came in thinking, like, okay, he's – I think I read somewhere, like, he had slow feet or whatever or something. I was a little bit caught off guard. I said, no, it looks a little faster. So, you know, it's, again, grain of salt with everything, but, like, defensively I was pretty impressed with him I'm with Seth in the sense of like his offensive repertoire kind of becomes predictable in that like if he if you're looking at him going like he's going to be our number one or our number two guy like you got a lot of work to do on that end of stuff but like his defensive game 
was further along than I expected it to be. And I was delightfully surprised. Like there is a player type that the key that, that it seems like he, he profiles, who's been a decent player in the NBA and kind of that um, sort of the, the Brandon Bass, Carl, uh, Carl Landry sort of area where the, like some physical toughness, de- mm-hmm. good, decent skill, maybe undersized for a five, not, maybe he's not quite quick enough to be a, to be a full-time four against first units in, in, in today's game, but has like, like there's a role for, for someone like that uh, on the offensive end. I, 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 this, the combination of, of sort of size and, and quickness makes it, it makes me think it's going to be difficult for him to be like a frontline player um, any, anytime soon, but the skill level is there that maybe the jump shot develops and he can become kind of a, you know, a high level stretch four type, but yeah, but he certainly like, again, I, this isn't the, the fact that I'm being this nitpicky on him is almost, you know, a credit to, to how decent he looked right. in that, it, you know, in that, you know, if, if I thought he just sucked, it just sucks rather than I'm, I'm sort of, okay, no, this is a guy who's going to get NBA looks and why might it not work? If he turns into uh, uh, Dario Sarge, like, that's pretty good. Pretty good. You know what I mean? Like that's a contributor, you know? And I think that's kind of the, the way they should look at it. And if he, and if he's better, great. <laughs> great. <know? laughs> Especially with that draft position, right? Yeah. Like they picked him up pretty late. So any, anybody else stand out to you guys uh, as we're sort of wrapping this up? Any, anyone else like really jump out? Um, I thought the I thought the Knicks rookies uh, in general looked, uh, Quentin Grimes uh, looked, looked, you know, that's one thing you really get from summer league that you might not get just from, uh, especially from being in the gym for summer league is you do get a better sense of size, right. like real functional, not just height, but also kind of bulk. Um, you know, uh, you see him in 3d versus 2d. Yeah. Yeah. And then Quentin Grimes is good, good wing size. And so that's it. And, and, you know, willing shooter looked, I was, you know, I thought that, uh, that was, that that was a good look for him, uh, you know. And you know, JT Thor is a freaking tank. <laughs> like whether, whether it's whether it, whether it translates into to being a good basketball player, I don't know. But the combination of being a tank and being named Thor, like, let's go. <laughs> Thor got you in. That was what yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, Bones Highland in That's my guy Denver. I'm I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. And 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 the the, the thing is, and I'm. After this is going to post after I've done it, but I'm going to have a Twitch thing on him, and you know, he's actually pretty doing some pretty impressive stuff defensively in terms of where to be help wise and stuff like that, where you can just tell like he's been coached, you know, and I've and and, and then just everything he does on the other end, like I'm very impressed with him. Do do and yourself very- a favor and and watch some Bones Highland highlight mixes. That's like they'll be they'll be the they'll be the best of anybody in this in this draft. Just the it's most entertaining. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and that's an interesting dude for that team in yeah. particular because he, I think he's going to he's going to get a real opportunity and he's going to be playing with I don't know, one of the five best offensive players in the world. Uh Bones Highland is that dude's going to shoot the shit out of the ball. It's going to be amazing. And then if Murray, if Murray's back for the playoffs, I don't know what the timeline is. We're, Probably can't expect much out of him. I mean, Bones Highland might be 
getting big time run in the playoffs for the Nuggets next year. Well, I mean, year. look who they were playing last year. In the playoffs. I know. Yeah, like he's play, he, he would have played last year. In the uh, what did we say? What did we say numerous times? If only they had PJ Dozier. Right. I mean, it was literally like that's how that's how struggled. Did, did, did we know? say that? Yeah, well, I did. Uh, I mean, they just didn't have sure. anybody, man. They yeah. just didn't have any guards. I mean, I felt awful for them. But and by the way, I, I like Peter Dozier. But yeah. it's just what an amazing thing to say for for that team. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited for Bones. Cause just because, look, man, the league is better when there's a good player from VCU out there doing stuff. Okay. Oh, you need Eric Maynard fan? I mean, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, <laughs> my guys, uh, you know, Larry Sanders getting run out of the league. <sighs> Unfortunately, yeah. So I yeah. think need we've more VCU gotta... love around here. <laughs> That's uh, anyway. I, I think I think uh, people in my neck of the woods would uh, disagree with that assessment, Dave. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah. I, but yeah. they, you know, they're they're still they're still on the they're still hungover from uh, from all the champagne spraying around the Deer District. So I think they'll yeah. figure they're out. Gonna that's fine. They're going to start the season hungover. <laughs> <laughs> well, Giannis is just going to show up on wrestling every week. I think. Oh man, he got a pretty big pop. You think you think Giannis is going to get a pop in Milwaukee? I mean, that was pretty Shocking. good. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. Now, the, I, look, the, I know the question, CM Punk got a big pop, but I think the Giannis pop was bigger. The question is whether we can get we can get the, him and his brother uh, to do an angle for Amanda Lucha this fall. That's what we're really going for. Oh, I don't think that's going to be. A, I don't think you'll have a hard time with that at all. So we've hit the wrestling part of this podcast. <laughs> that's the cue to exit, Dave. Come uh, on, the, Dave, Dave is trying to make his triumphant return to the ring. This uh, the the. This late, late I don't this know fall about in. that. If I do that, that's got to be in Richmond. If I do one, ma- no, one I, last I, match, I didn't say you were doing a match. I just say you were going. You know, oh. you're gonna. You know, see if we can get you to come cut a promo in Milwaukee and get booed. Oh and, yeah. You know, I think. Oh, I'll I think definitely. You can do that. I have no problem with coming and getting booed in Milwaukee. Is my mic it, not on? Know. Is my mic not on? <laughs> we're at wrestling now. All right. That's going to do it for the show, folks. Uh, thanks to Mo and Seth for hanging out. Uh, we'll catch you guys. We'll be back in two weeks right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.